Back in the game and well at the top, a king of the ring and calling my spies. I'm raising the bar to crank it the notch. I'm full of mistakes, cause life is a botch. Lights can get brighter and brighter. I walk through that curtain, my levels get higher and higher. Studied the best, and this generation I'm next. Super kick party, no doubt we just hit a suplex. Hooker by crook, survive if I let you. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? My fellow botchamaniacs in the universe out there, what's happening? It's your favorite Prince of Botch, your boy Dwayne in the building. Welcome, welcome to the your favorite wrestling podcast, my favorite wrestling podcast, everybody's favorite wrestling podcast, because y'all know how we do on the Life's Botch podcast, where it's not about how you botch, why you botch, it's the fact that you botch, baby, and you made life out of it, you know what I'm saying? It made you feel better, you know? So, uh, y'all know, first of all, I just want to let y'all know, thank y'all, happy new year if I didn't tell you guys that, matter of fact, yeah, because I think the last episode you guys got from me so far was uh, our end of the year awards podcast where we basically awarded a lot of good people throughout the year of 2022 in wrestling and now it's a whole new year we are here in 2023 we made it everybody we are here so uh pat yourself on the back if you're still alive and well you're feeling fresh you're looking good you know what i'm saying and uh definitely send those thank yous to the man upstairs for sure uh so with that uh well hey we are here so uh we are on the road to 100 episodes man we are almost there y'all so i'm gonna do something real special for y'all probably on that 100th episode but until then we're gonna keep rocking and rolling baby you know what i mean so i got a really really dope special guest and y'all know me man anytime i come on this show i always got a really dope guest for y'all because i love y'all that much that i go out my way to reach out and see who we can bring on this very podcast that y'all can get to know and reminisce and have fun like me because i'm fanboying in my own right when i had these guests man but i keep it different you know what i'm saying so that's that's the beauty of it but uh without further ado allow me to introduce this really really familiar and dope personality ladies and gentlemen so let's take a let's take a rewind let's go back to the good old ruthless aggression attitude era if you will ladies and gentlemen (laughs) yeah that was an era that definitely was reminiscent for you boy i mean gosh where were we in those times i believe i was like 15 16 back then so that was the teenage years for your boy man that was that was fresh when you was in high school you thought you knew everything 50 cent was in the club you know what i'm saying g unit all that good stuff when we you know baggy jeans and platinum wrists you know watches all kind of stuff man just just dripping in that time frame man that was an interesting time frame man it's crazy how the mid-2000s were back then but uh ladies and gentlemen this guest right here is how can i do this y'all know i'm 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 known for my introduction so i gotta do this right i gotta do this right for my guest so ladies and gentlemen you might remember this individual from a certain time frame and time period that we love to call and address as the divas era. You know what I'm saying? The divas era, the era of the diva, the one and the only that would come out and strut their stuff. Let y'all know I'm a diva and I love it. And we out here to strut it. You feel me? But we got attitude, so don't you mess with us because we know how to we know how to get in the ring and mix it up too. You know what I'm saying? Divas with an attitude. You feel me? So right here, coming straight from a debut known as the Diva Search. You know, that was a great time frame back then, man. I remember those days. And then of course. I like to address her. This is a nickname I actually just kind of gave you a little bit, you know, in a way that maybe she could put this on a shirt and market it later. But ladies and gentlemen, we are talking the queen of strut style, ladies and gentlemen, literally coming out there. 
got one of the best introductions that you could ever have coming out to the ring with that strut that literally runs the whole world long y'all i'm talking about confidence just dripping up and down baby um but nonetheless uh this lady right here is amazing she is as her instagram says the baja bombshell you already know ladies and gentlemen i'm talking about none other than miss crystal Marshall, what's happening, man? What's going on? That was one incredible introduction. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I do these off the fly and I try to make them like real unique and just hype my guests up. That's what it's all about here. Yes, my guests I love up, it. You know, so welcome to the show. First and foremost, like, how are you feeling? How's the family? How's everything going with you, ma'am? The family's doing good, you know. Everybody is thriving. We just recently moved to Dallas last mm -hmm. August, so mm -hmm. we're loving that transition. Um, okay. I right now personally feel like I have been hit by a truck, um, <laughs> and we'll get into that later. As for of sure. why I feel that way. for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy, I'm alive. You know, yeah. just enjoying this journey. So yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's what yeah. I'm loving. You know, I feel that. And um, definitely props. Congrats on the new move. I hope Texas yes. has been treating you well, especially you said Dallas, right? So, yeah. oh boy, I can only imagine how they're <laughs> feeling out there right now, boy. It's it's playoff season now, man. They're, they're probably I a little know. nervous out there. <laughs> I know we're getting ready for uh, Monday, that oh. big game with uh, the Buccaneers. So oh, man. I'm hoping that the Cowboys, you know, play well, so. That'd be good. <laughs> you know, it you know, it's kind of funny. I just thought about that. Yeah, they're going against the Bucks, man. See, my team kind of, you know, I, I kind of stopped paying attention because my team is officially out of the race now. You Same. know, we, <laughs> we 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 had it, you know, like I don't know what happened. We were literally, I mean, it wasn't the best year for us, but we literally had the whole division and we just let it slip away. And now Jacksonville got it. So Mike, well, who's your team? Uh, sad to say i am a tennessee titans fan man oh you know, okay like i it, it's my roots i'm from tennessee and every time <laughs> man you know we were we we, it, we got one of the best running backs in the league and i'm just like how are you letting this guy prime waste away man like i don't get it you know we were I doing feel well. your pain i yeah. feel your pain i'm a denver broncos fan and a big ah. russell wilson fan and this this year just ain't it so you know i'm, yeah. I'm really hoping that we can regroup and develop some chemistry <laughs> next year and come back stronger than ever come so, on yeah that was a really on. weird season for the bronco <laughs> very I, odd a lot of a lot of interesting stories in the background about russell it was like wait this guy yeah. has his own office and like that's yeah about stuff playing like what yeah yeah what's going yeah. on up there i was like russell have you been smoking up there you some of that denver Colorado that, that jazz lettuce yeah, that devil's like lettuce got to <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so i mean you're gonna have you're gonna have some fun then I, I hope you can bring a lot of cheer to dallas if so you know if uh history repeats itself out that way then because uh man as we know <laughs> typically around this time of year i know big disappointment comes <laughs> we'll see we'll see it to be continued y'all to be continued but uh you know, so let's let's get right into it. I'm gonna do a little something um, different. Uh, this is something I I'm bringing new. You know, they know me for my segments on the show. I'm gonna bring something called a botch breaker here, which is oh. kind of sort of like an icebreaker in a sense. Uh, but basically, it's you know the show's called Life's a Botch, so I wanna I wanna you know let the people kind of into the world slowly with you a little bit here. So like, all right. 
talk about um that you recall from your in-ring career what is the <laughs> most memorable botch that you can think of right off the top of your head man that, i have to pick one there's so many i can't even pinpoint exactly which one to go with i can tell you that um several matches that i had with ashley massaro mm-hmm. man those matches were full of botches and we're <laughs> we're out there just like trying to keep a straight face trying to just collect ourselves mm-hmm. you know finish off strong pick up where we left off and we are dying like literally like dying because we're laughing we're trying hard to not laugh right but like there are so many times that we have botched some spots and <laughs> the, yeah <laughs> Man, <what>? yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah um happens all the time i i can't even tell you specifically one it's just almost every match there's a, a, little, a little snafu yeah. yeah you know and yeah, absolutely <laughs> See, what I appreciate about the art of the bots, hence why I, I named this show that I had to, because it was just like, it made people chuckle when I came up with it for the show. And I was like, no, seriously, though. I mean, yeah, wrestlers bots in the ring, but come on, we do, and we're not even wrestlers. I was like, oh, totally. You know, like, how many times have you, like, been like, you got in the car, and then you're like, oh, crap, I forgot my keys dang i left my keys literally on the counter or or i have one better for you mm-hmm. i left i had a brand new cell phone this is a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and what i did was i put it on top of the the roof of the car my coffee up there get in the car i drive off and i might have gotten like half a mile down the street uh-huh. i saw the coffee fly off but i didn't think it was mine i thought maybe somebody behind me had thrown it out the window and i'm looking for my cell phone and I'm doing find my phone. It keeps saying that it's on this main stretch of road. And I'm like, how, how is it on the road? Like, I don't remember it being in the car. And I'm like, did I accidentally drop it outside the window? Mm-hmm. I literally had to do a U-turn, park my car in the median. I got out and I saw people just riding over my brand new phone. Ooh. So yeah, I, yeah, lots of, lots of botched, See, yeah. botched stuff. See yeah. that right there. Now that, that, that you can't, you can't. You yeah. can't write and make that stuff up. Though. No. I mean, that's come on. You know, so that 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 right there sums it up. That's why I was like, yes. you know, uh, that's something new I want to do for guests. So you're the first guest <laughs> to experience that kind of botch breaker right there, just to let people know, hey, it's okay. We're gonna botch. I botch intros, I botch names, I've botched all kinds of things on the show. And that's why I'm like, hey, oh yeah. Prince of Botch, baby. That's what we do sometimes. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's um let's get into it. Before we get into any kind of wrestling, let's let's talk about your background a little bit and 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 how you were starting out. Um, you know, you 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 did some modeling opportunities and and you were like in the in the video vixen land for a couple of videos. <laughs> so like yes, so yes. What what was what what was going through your mind? Um as you were starting out when you were getting that going, like, was it just something to get your feet wet and, and, and kind of get, yeah, you know, honestly, I, during that point in my career, Mm. I didn't have management. It was, it's kind of a, a weird time for me. Um, so I was really just subscribing to different breakdown sheets and trying to figure out where there were different castings. And the thing about the music video scene at the time is like, once you got into one music video, you start to kind of develop a relationship with production. 
and they just start to kind of keep calling you back for different projects and it kind of snowball from there. So that's kind of how it happened for me. So I think the very first music video that I did was Welcome Back with Mace. Remember Mace? Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, so I did that video and then I kind of got linked up with, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember his name. I want to say Jesse Torero. Jesse Torero. Yeah, so he was doing some stuff with 50 Cent and I did the candy shop video and then I did um, a Joel Scott video, golden video, and there was a few different videos that I started kind of just dabbling in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, you know, I was really hustling. I was just grinding. It wasn't the money because there wasn't a lot of money there. Mm-hmm. It was more so about exposure and networking. Yeah. So I was just, I was just grinding. Like I thought I just had it together. I had like a binder with like dividers in it. I had these breakdowns, these castings, what I sent to who, you know, like these different characters. I was just like so driven and determined that I was going to make something happen for myself, you know, and it's actually pretty impressive, yeah. you know, what I was able to do, but um, yeah, it was, it was a very fun time fun time yeah you yeah. can tell and i mean just from hearing that like yeah i could tell that the ambi- the ambition was like real like definitely that, that plays in the background like does that run in the family was it like you know i come from a family where everybody's just like hustle so I just yeah know. yeah for sure so my family they're from barbados you know anything about caribbean people they they grind you know we have multiple yeah. jobs yeah. we're always working something a passion project and it's just kind of the you know both of my grandmothers came here as maids you know they worked for some very wealthy uh families on the east coast and in new york and they grinded and they you know they came from very humble upbringings they both had their first kid at 14 um just i mean i had one grandmother that cut sugar cane um you know like just hustlers they were able to buy property Mm-hmm. you know, and really build a life for themselves. So I've always kind of just had that, that work ethic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the grind, it, you know, it never stops. And, you know, sometimes the things that we pursue, our interests do change, but you have to stay, remain hungry and striving for something, you know, it makes life, it makes it worth living, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like, that, that, and that's amazing because that, that ties a lot into, and that explains like the pro wrestling roots, even as, as you get down into that, because like, even that itself is a grind as, as you know, yes, it is so, like, it's, it's just amazing. Like with anything you're passionate about or what you do, how much grind goes into it. Like many people mm-hmm. probably get into something and thinking like, I would like to double and dab but I don't want to grind too hard, but they don't know like any, literally yeah. anything you want to do in life. You got to grind. It's a grind. Yeah. Right. It's a grind. And it's, um, you know, like, um, I recently actually just got back into the ring. My first day was yesterday Ooh. and everybody's like, well, why, why, why are you doing that? Like, why do you want to do that? And like, for me, it's more so like, it's a bookend to mm-hmm. my wrestling career because, you know, like I was, I had some fortunate experiences and some unfortunate experiences and, the fortunate experiences was the opportunity that I had, you know, coming into wrestling in a very unconventional way. And it was, it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because, you know, you have a group of wrestlers that had to come up the hard way, you know, through the independent circuit and the backyard circuit. And, you know, like they took a lot of, of knocks. And then here I come just waltzing in, trying to be cute and be like, Oh, you're in a job. Oh my God. I'm going to do stuff. I'm to wrestle. Yeah. Um, and the reality is I, I didn't, 
you know, there's a lot of foundational stuff that I learned and a lot, a, a massive amount that I just didn't learn because I had to kind of learn on the fly. And um, so it was always like unfinished business for me. I just wanted to, to really have a good, strong foundation of wrestling. And I just, it was one of those things that, man, I really wish that I could have finished this thing that I started. So I just decided that this year, this is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, there's nothing stopping me. I want to get back in there and build a good foundational um, plan for wrestling. So yeah, it was, it was great. That's, that's, see, I love to hear that. Let's, let's talk about it. Cause you, you segued <laughs> into that really nicely and smoothly. So as you mentioned, yes, ladies and gentlemen, surprise, surprise, right. You know, uh, Miss Crystal's uh, stepped back into the ring here, <laughs> yes. uh, which uh, as you can see, you're feeling the effects. I know, like you said, it's been, it's been quite some time. I believe your story mentioned it was like 15 years. 15 less. years. Wow. 15 that's, years. That's wild, yo. Like yeah. 15 years and like, 15. I wonder now, I wonder like, even though now you're like back in it and your body, I wonder if your body like still remembers from 15 years ago when that yeah. happened. Like it's going to like reacclaim and just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so. There are some things that, you know, once I started doing it, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I remember this. Yeah. You know, there are some things, obviously I'm, I'm very rusty, and, <laughs> but, um, like there are some things that, you know, start to kind of come back to me, like running the ropes and mm-hmm. bumping, you learn real quick. You remember real quick why you have to do things a certain way. Yes. yes. So yeah. Yeah. So today my body is very tight and very sore, <laughs> but you know, it's so funny because after that session, I was just like smiling from ear to ear. I was like, wow. Like I remember like why I love doing this. So it's yeah. a good, it's a good, it's a good feeling. Very I'm, good. I am so uh we we in general, uh not just myself, but like everybody that even listens to the show, man. Like personally, I want to say I'm having everybody how proud I am of you for even just wanting oh, to touch that. You thank know, because you. like I'm sure, you know, I know you get the DMs, I know you get the 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 mentions and things where people who do remember you in your in your time yeah. you're like man this and that because i you know the women's royal rumble was the perfect example we had candace michelle on the show once right and mm-hmm. i remember bringing her up and i was like now you 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 won a 24 7 championship at one point in time and you know she was one of the few women to do so while being actually basically labeled like women's champion of that uh, and 24 7 champion at that time right so i was like now is it possible you're making that comeback where you're gonna come through the royal rumble dare i say win the royal rumble and you know go yeah. on and get that that you know that one more shot kind of deal like now i wonder you know this is this is perfect timing that you get back in the ring right when it's <laughs> january rumble season is upon us here and i'm like uh, could it be is it possible I wouldn't hold your breath. I feel I haven't received any phone calls and I feel like it's a little late in the game, but you never know. You know, you never know. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, this is definitely for me, I would be open to it, but this is just definitely for me and my, my, uh, just my silly ego, you know, like I want to, I don't, I don't want to close out this chapter of my life. Um, feeling as though that there was still work to do, you right, know. Right. So as long as I'm making an effort and trying to improve, 
-hmm. I think I could rest my head knowing that, you know what you did, you, you closed this off well. So. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Great. I mean, for you, like, I mean, the fact that you're even doing that, it says a lot because I mean, you're at a point where you didn't even really have to do that if you didn't want to, right? Like you're like, yeah, exactly. You're content, like loving life right now. Like, from exactly. what I've seen, you living your best life, Crystal. Like you are like <laughs> living your best life. So getting back in the ring for fans like myself and others, that's just a plus to like say, like, wow, she's she's gonna go do it. I mean, we're th- we were just talking about um, you know, I would love to get your thoughts on someone like a Mandy Rose, for example, right? Who mm-hmm. um, you know, and and matter of fact, that's that's a good question to ask now that it comes to my mind. How do you as a woman feel about um given the age we're in you know with the only fans is mm-hmm. things like that because you you do come from that divas era where at a time right you know i can only imagine if only fans existed back then i mean what a clean house yeah because like <laughs> guys were already doing most of that in that era right Before i know only yeah. fans, like you know what i mean like so how do you feel when you find out that a, a Mandy Rose who was literally on top of her game, women's champion for like 400 plus days, um, working with a lot of the up and coming women at that and mm-hmm. just like kind of rejuvenated in a sense. And then to suddenly just abruptly have that reign ended um, and be fired because of the fact that she had these accounts that she was. Right. Offering. Well, I mean, I have two answers for that. I have a wrestling answer Mm -hmm. from a wrestling career standpoint. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have my life philosophy answer. So I'll give you the wrestling response now. Mm -hmm. And this is, again, this is no judgment on anybody. You know, this is just my personal two cents about, you know, if I were in that situation and I don't, I don't know her. I don't know any of the reasons behind anything, but for me personally, coming from a time from that divas ruthless aggression era mm-hmm. and knowing how much like money the girls made then and how much they make now for me, it's kind of hard to fathom, you know, um, just so much work was put into that. And just yesterday, like I said, getting back into the ring and getting reacclimated and remembering this hurts and it's not easy and it's an investment. It's, it's, a, it's, there's a lot of time and sweat equity put into development, developing yourself physically um, and as a character in wrestling. So for me, I look at it like, wow, that is such a hard thing to walk away from, Mm -hmm. you know, incredibly hard. But for me as the nearly 40 year old woman with lots of life experience, Mm -hmm. I see it. And then there's a part of me that's like, good for her. And I say that because life is so incredibly short. Life is so short and it's so fleeting. And I feel like if you have an opportunity to make an ungodly amount of money and stay home with your loved ones Mm -hmm. and raise a family and to have the autonomy to live your life the way that you want to on your terms, Mm -hmm. then I say do it. Because we don't know when tomorrow's, you know, going to be done. We don't know how much time we have here mm-hmm. and your family and your time is, that's the most valuable assets that you have. Mm-hmm. So those are my two, two answers for that. And those, um, those, those were great answers, honestly. I mean, um, it's, it's very interesting. You know, I, I love to hear it from the other side most times because, you know, as fans, most times, uh, 
you see that and everybody's going to have sides they pick or like right some understand the business aspect of wwe and xyz but like you know it's still nice to know like you know because we were just like seeing reports where like you know i have a group chat we were sharing some of the reports like oh hey man she'll be a millionaire by christmas and you're like that's what she said yeah on that interview she was she made a million dollars i mean (laughs) i heard of there's a i forget her name but i've heard of a mma uh fighter who i think she started to turn down fights she made like eight million dollars off of a platform similar to OnlyFans. yeah i'm just like (laughs) you know what (laughs) baby that's a lot of money those are a lot of chickens you Um, know you can't yeah Yeah, like i it boggles my mind because i'm like you know guys (laughs) we don't really have it that that i wish we did but like it's like nah man i I can't pull that off, you know, but you know. I just feel like the way that the world is right now, um, I just think there's so many opportunities for people to mm-hmm. make money. I, I really true. truly feel like that. that I feel true. like there is something for everybody. Like there's so many avenues to create something. Um, I'm not saying that everybody should. I don't believe that, but I mean, like it is what you make it. I do believe that a lot of these um, platforms they kind of have stigmas around them because, you know, they're maybe more notoriously known for nudity or more sexual content, but it truly is what you make it. So I'm not mad about it at all. Oh yeah. And I mean, um, that's, you know, like you said, that's the beauty of today's world. I mean, I, I do wish a lot of times uh, in that era of like the mid early two thousands, I do wish these type of platforms kind of existed then, but at the same time, it, it, it's meant because they, you know, you got gift and curses with some of these things, man. Totally. And, you know, our era was definitely one that we appreciate for different reasons, right? Yes. So it's like, yes. Uh, you know, you just, you just babble in the moment and say, hey, this is cool. I'm alive in this era and moment. And I like that you can do this now. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So let's, let's get in, let's get into um, your thoughts on, um, real quick, I do want to get your thoughts on while, I was thinking WWE anyway. Um, how do you feel about the news they've been making lately about like what's going on with potential selling uh, that we know of? Like, does that seem know. crazy to you? Do you really think they would sell the company? Um. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes, I think so. If it's if the money's there, I, I can see that happening. I mm-hmm. I don't. I'm. I've been so far removed from the business. Um, I'm just like you just kind of like every day open up Twitter, like what's going on? Like what's, what's happening now? It's, um, interesting to watch. Yeah. So, Tell me about yeah. it, especially with all these, uh, different news. It seems like every day something notifications popping up of like a new bidder or this and that. And I'm like, man, this is yeah. a real life Royal Rumble right now. <laughs> I'm just really curious to see who ends up buying and how that changes, mm-hmm. um, the look and feel of the company as in regards to the type of era that we're in this PG era, I'm very curious to see what new era will be birthed depending on who purchases. Agreed. Um, And I'm very concerned for the women's division too, because that potentially who purchases it can really change the direction that that's going to go in. That is such a great point that I don't, I think Mm -hmm. that goes under the radar there. That is a very great point based off. Yeah some of the uh, names that's been mentioned in there that would kind of majorly affect that. And um, I think so. One would hope, you know, maybe if it's like an NBC or something like that, 
at least something Americanized. They know like, okay, you know, hey, you know, total divas and all of these different entities, they know that the women definitely bring in money and they are yeah. and all of these things. So, you know, hopefully it just got some uh, wrestling minds in there too uh, with the yeah. business so that they can see like, hey, this still profits. Uh, but yeah. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We shall find out. Uh, you know, if there's any breaking news, I'll let you guys know. But uh, please do right now. <laughs> um, but right now, um, let's get back to our guest of the evening and Miss Crystal here. Um, I want to bring up a nice memory that I don't think anybody brought up with you. Uh, that is very interesting here. You know, I think about a nice pairing that you had on screen with a certain wrestler before he became, as he says, you know, uh, WWE's most must-see superstar and couple <laughs> of, of, you know, modern day. Uh, you met this man, you were on screen paired with this guy back when he was still paying dues and earning dues before he was looked at as must-see. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's talk about that time you had with the Miz when you got oh man you know how, how proud are you are that of that Mike guy? my guy okay so <laughs> Mike used to live downstairs from my apartment uh when we were in deep south wrestling mm -hmm. and it's so freaking crazy to see how far he's come like <laughs> that dude paid his dues yes. like he ate a lot of shit for a long time yeah respectfully you yeah. know he really really did and it's crazy like i'm very i still chit chat every now and then um through dm with maurice it's just crazy to see how far he's come and how successful he's become and to really grow and understand the business and profit from it um nobody can take that away from him not one person you know he did it he did it the hard way and he's earned you know my humble respect and i'm sure a lot from other people um yeah it's just it's crazy to watch it's a testament for sure you just put your head down keep your mouth shut work hard mm -hmm. yep wow that is yeah he's so, um I'm, I'm, I'm proud to see it as well like from a fan's perspective but i know you guys yeah had you know yeah. uh, a, a personal connection and the fact that it goes that far back is even crazier with like deep south um, oh yeah we had fun at deep south you know we trained and a couple times we would go out in atlanta we just had a blast it was a, it was a good time for sure man yep it was <laughs> mike uh -huh. and then my old roommate Tanisha bricker she was in uh raka khan tna she was uh -huh. my my old roommate at deep south too and we were just clowns just you know wow. just dumb kids just had a good time <laughs> so yeah we had an interesting crew there like who else is down there chrissy vane was down there her husband currently ryan wow. was down there um who else was down there angelina love lauren was down there um i mean we go way 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 back man um deep <laughs> who else there's a there's a bunch of people down there yeah uh yeah. a bunch um luke gallows was there for a bit um oh, wow. yeah that yeah guy. Man. yep 
there's a lot of people down there. And you you have been tied in with some serious people over the years, man. Like I know. Crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, no wonder, yeah. no wonder the ring it's has been coming back to you, man. Cause like you you really have been connected with some people that have been I know they definitely uh, applaud when they see you get back in that thing for real because it's like, oh man, <laughs> she's stepping back in the fold. Let's go! Like I, it's funny because I I text uh, Bobby. I was like, hey, I'm on my way to to go train. He said he was wear a helmet. I was like, damn, because like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like guy. my body is just not acclimated. You know, it's been yeah. a long time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, listen, the fact that you were like back into it and you're starting from scratch like that that says a lot and and especially now like the the best part about you getting back in now is like with the evolution of how things have gone now probably things that you probably didn't get the chance to really fully get into the first go around now yeah. it's like all hands on deck oh i'm so know? far behind i i am <laughs> i'm so so far behind but uh yeah but yeah, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. <laughs> Man, listen, before you know, you'll be doing moon salts. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, you'll be doing like hand spray. You name it. Like, girl, you'll be in listen. there. They'll be listen. Like, Man, she never lost it. You know? Yes. I can hear it now. <laughs> you still got it. <laughs> you know so it's you know that's that's every fan's favorite chance so i mean it's like come on you're, you're gonna it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> so um are there are there plans in terms of your you, you know while you've been like training slowly again are there plans to like possibly get to a promotion maybe even if it's on an I mean, independent level maybe. yeah i'm thinking i'm gonna dabble in the independent circle i'd like to find some talent so if anybody's listening that's looking for a manager i'm looking to to get into managing some some talent okay okay so um yeah reach out to me please um so yeah <laughs> i'm very much interested in doing some management stuff mm. um yeah, we'll see. We'll see where the where the chips fall. But I do have a couple signings coming up. Um, gosh, I wish I had the dates right in front of me. In Texas, I got one coming up in on the twenty fifth. I think in North Richardson, Texas. So I'll be announcing those dates as well. So I'll definitely gonna be out in the circuits, connecting with fans. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So this spring, I'll be out here. Okay. I'll be outside. Yeah. All right, she's gonna be outside, y'all. Yeah, I'll be outside. I mean, definitely. Uh, shout out to a lot of my independent individuals that we've had on the show. Uh, definitely, some people I'll have to send your way and let them Absolutely. know. Absolutely, like, you know, let her let her form a uh, team, a nice stable. Mm. Maybe you know she can mm -hmm. let y'all know. Hey, it's coming. We're coming for you. I don't want to expose expose the gimmick too much, but I have I have a really good idea in place. Uh -oh. So. Uh -oh. <laughs> All right, all right, yeah, we ain't gonna give y'all that. Nah, 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 nah. We nope, give y'all excuses. Nope, nope. We ain't gonna give y'all that excuses. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, I also want to talk. You know, we we just mentioned uh, Mike and your time with Mike. There was another individual right around that time that I just remembered because I was like, now wait a minute. He had a lot of encounterments with people. Didn't he uh -oh. have one with Crystal? And I'm like, he did. Talk about this uh, very mythical character <laughs> uh, that we all know is the Boogeyman. Uh, you you sold that probably the best out of anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> you legitimately looked a 
afraid, like fear for your <laughs> life. Okay. How did that really feel with like these like real life earthworms and things? This aura. How do you think that felt? That was <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that imagine. was real <laughs> yeah i was i can imagine that's not fun i mean you can't fake anything with earthworms mm-hmm. that's for sure so uh i'm not a big fan of creepy crawler bugs insects <laughs> rodents slugs none of that yeah, so yeah. yeah yeah but marty is um he's a good friend of mine he's actually uh the godfather of my kids mm-hmm. um he's a family friend so yeah, yeah. He, we keep in contact you know was did you pop that one year when him and Bray Wyatt had that encounter? I went back and watched some older Royal Rumbles, and I think uh-huh. it was, I think that was the twenty fifteen Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think that was twenty fifteen. I went back on Peacock and watched it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that encounter." I was like, that "I need was to go awesome. back and watch that because I don't yeah. remember that." It was it was it was a nice little moment because they shared a nice, nice. little strain. It was when Bray was still uh, he was still like the. Uh, the cult version of Bray at that time. So it was like, you know, he, I think he was cleaning house at the time and it was just like the two of them. So they had the ring to themselves for a minute. It was pretty, it was like, oh, that's cool. That's a nice uh, recall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool. Now you, you, you've had a lot of encounters. I think what, what most people don't talk about is that you've had a lot of encounters with a lot of legends too. So like, yes, you've been, it's- You've been in there with them legends because one legend in particular I'm going to bring up here. Uh, I was going to bring up a picture that I had captured where it it captured the perfect expression on your face the moment this man was like literally talking. And I was like, (laughs) now if that don't say... what you know the nerve of this guy interrupting (laughs) one of my most important moments. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about a guy that we've had right here on the show Shout out to the Godfather, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Godfather. Yeah. Okay, now the audacity. Yes, like <laughs> that right there was something because I was like, when I I remember like your wedding is probably infamous more so for the fact that it's the only. He brought one. those hoes to the wedding. He brought yeah. all those hoes to my wedding. Every last <laughs> one of them. Like it's the only one that I can think of that literally got crashed in that kind of fashion like <laughs> i mean like they say weddings are chaotic right and wwe ones especially so like one thing about it is i will say a fight did not break out at your wedding which is a no. great thing right a priest yep. didn't get tombstone uh you know the set didn't get destroyed uh it was nice and peaceful minus maybe you know teddy long's situation and the godfather <laughs> like yep you know, but you guys had jagged edge at your man like, listen how did that feel for that like that come on that had to be that wedding was better than my real life wedding i just want to say that <laughs> like for the record for the record i can see that yeah i mean it's not often you can be like i had jagged edge at my jagged wedding. edge so, yeah come on yep yeah what you know? i mean it was a black wedding we did start on time so that was an anomaly yes. in itself, but wow. we did have jagged edge. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> man. See that that right there. And that's something people <laughs> don't point out the most. That's why I said you're only gonna get stuff like that here on the Life Spot podcast. Cause I, I try to ask those questions and bring up scenarios people don't really bring up on a regular basis. So it's like to see that, that's one of those where you're like, man, 
But we were on the CW network then. So that was like the, the honorary black network. It you was. know, Yo. it was. So it, it only made sense that we had Jagged Edge there. And the wedding was in Atlanta. So Ooh, I think it, it was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. It, it was, was laid perfect. Out. That was yep. laid out. That, you could ask for nothing better. Like, man, come on now. So that, <laughs> that just goes to show that, that definitely, uh, I don't know about you, but that right there is like a highlight in itself oh absolutely that was definitely the cherry on top of my career for sure <laughs> yep. so, now here's another coincidence that I, I i just i wonder uh if this was intentional if it was like a, a laughing moment do you guys ever talk about how funny that probably was or maybe y'all knew that was coming but i want to take you back to what i think I might be wrong if it was. This possibly might have been your last television match in WWE, I think. Mm -hmm. But it was um, you and Candice Michelle yes. on Raw. And y'all were wrestling for a draft pick. Yes. For each other's respective brands. Now, of course, you represented SmackDown, her representing Raw. Raw managed to pick up the win. And after that, it was at a time when they reveal who the pick was. Next thing I know... <laughs> It was Lashley. And I'm like, now, wait a minute. <laughs> Looking back uh -huh. at that, I'm like, was that a coincidence or was that something like that was just known? Did y'all even know that was the case? I don't. Gosh, I don't remember. But I know at the time, I can only speak for the time. A lot of times with various storylines, mm -hmm. they would just pluck little bits of reality and interject it. Uh, in there uh, um but i don't i don't know i don't remember if we knew i don't i think maybe yes there's a strong possibility but yeah yeah funny huh it was yeah because i just thought that was like really interesting because i was like of all the picks it was just interesting at that time i was like wow lashley you know but at that time live watching it i didn't really even noticed that really it was kind of just like oh cool yeah wow they got lashley <laughs> wow you know like but then like fast forward years down the line you know You're like learn wait about a things. second like wait hold on <laughs> was that on purpose they were just like, trolling is what they were doing right yeah like something. <laughs> I, I don't know man but uh yeah man so you 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 did you did the dabbled in the game in a, in a good way and um so uh, while while on the subject of Bobby, real quick, I do want to get your thoughts personally on how did you feel the moment he finally won the WWE Championship? Uh, for the and that was a big that was a big moment. Like in uh, remember the kids? They were just so excited. I was super happy for him. You know, it was a long time coming, and he definitely deserved it. Um, so yeah, we were all just super happy for him. You yeah. know, that's a that's a big deal. It's still a big deal. Yep. Yeah, it was. Um, and even crazier was that how the history was, you know, was like at that time, because you know, we know Kofi, you know, and even further mm -hmm. back, if you want to go to the rock, you know, I mean they, they they talk about like the history, but um yep. within the span, of course, for that to happen not too far after Kofi's historic run, uh, it was like even more history was made within that short stint of the fact that. Then he loses the title to Big E, which was the first yep. time two black men had main evented for a title, right? Yeah. That was, that was but, crazy. So for me, I like to observe what's going on in the world. And mm -hmm. then I like to take a look at what's happening 
in the world of wrestling because I think that WWE does a really good job of um, paying attention to the climate of the world. And during that time, you have to remember that's around the time George Floyd's death and a lot of things that were happening happening in our country within the Black community. Um, and there was a lot of division at the time. So I think in a lot of ways, not to take away from those great talents, but I think it was a good opportunity for WWE to open up some doors and some opportunities that have not been presented in the past to so many different Black talents. So for me, coming from a time where there was a good amount of diversity, I was on the SmackDown brand, but as far as the representation um, of what the top people look like um, and what they sound like, and if they could carry the brand, that wasn't necessarily always there. Mm. Um, so now I feel like in that business, I feel like the glass ceiling has been shattered by women, by women of color, by various walks of life. You know, there are the big guys that are on top. There's some guys that aren't so big that have been on top. I really feel like it's mm. it's it's wide open and there's not the excuse anymore for people. You just have to work hard, work hard and um, connect with your fans and the audience and you can get there. So I'm, I'm just so happy to, I feel like in some capacity, I had um, a little bit to do with that. Um, and it's, it's incredible. You know, I got to talk to, I, I've still talked to some of the girls and it's crazy. I went to an AEW show here in Arlington not so long ago, and I was just in the locker room, and the girls were like, oh, thank you. And I'm just sitting there like, why are you guys thanking me? Like, girl, I was not wrestling like that, you know? <laughs> but just the representation, like, I understood. I understand, you know, that significance. So it's good. I yeah. feel like, yeah, it's awesome to see. Yeah, I was going to say, you you, you know, um, you really were uh, a very monumental part. And, and, yeah. and you know, I told Candace this and I'm going to tell the same thing to you that I was telling Candace you know even as a guy who was like a young teenage guy in that time frame where you know that as a teenage guy the way the product was presented you're watching mm -hmm. something and you're a teenage guy so you're like oh man you know and of course the commentaries <laughs> you know are egging oh. it on because they're like please send it to you so you're seeing that and you're like Oh, oh man Lawler and, and Bradshaw yeah God. yeah now, now you're now you're now all of a sudden you're crushing and you, you you're growing up and you're like oh man you know now now you know it's a fantasy in my head now right because you're 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 a teenager and you're thinking like in a teenage, teenage dream like, right teenage <laughs> dream that you're like I'm gonna wife her I swear I'm gonna wife her like we're, we're gonna this and that right but like, you know, when you mature, you go through life and you're like, okay, cool. And then you, you know, you see, you know, you catch up and you're like, oh yeah, I remember her. Right. You know, you're like, yeah. man. So like, I will say personally, you were a monumental part in a bunch of reasons because like, um, you stood out a lot in that Divas area. I like one thing I'm going to always remember, you caught my attention even during the Diva search. Right. Oh, okay. Because here's the thing. Nobody to this day and I'm Deontay Wilder style, to this day, nobody talks enough about the fact that you showcased your secondary talent, art, like yeah. art, okay? <laughs> Not one person that I know of has ever displayed legit art the way you did, like legitimately, because like, <laughs> body is art body is art and you were like 
I am an artist. I paint and I'm going to sell you something. Like, even though, you know, it was like a young, you know, early twenties kind of phase where you're like, Hey, we're doing what we're doing. But like, yeah, that, that moment is still just the fact that you were even showcasing like, Hey, I'm for real talented at this. So I'm showing you this, like, not just cause it's a sex appeal. Thing. Right. It's like, I can right. do this. And that's the funny thing is I think that still to this day, people don't realize that I legitimately paint. Like that's like, mm-hmm. I've been painting my whole life. I take it very seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's something that I do. I've been doing for a long time. So when they presented that with us, they're like, oh, okay, well, so you guys have to do a talent segment. So whatever you're good at, you might want to do that. And I remember, <laughs> I don't want to give too much about this way, but they were telling certain people to do certain things specifically. And I'm like, well, damn, that's kind of fucked up because if you're telling them what to do, obviously you guys want the fans to react a certain way. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I like to paint. So I'm going to do something absolutely ridiculous. And people are going to think that I'm crazy for doing it. But I know, and people that know me know that I'm a legitimate artist. Like, this is what I do. Right. So it kind of tickled me, yeah. you know, because I was out there being a fool, but I was like low key, like, <laughs> get into it this is really what i do so True. and and i, I peeped that because i saw uh on your gram you were you were actually like painting some things yeah and I was like, see that that right there uh showcase do you ever sell like your paintings or do you just kind of like <laughs> you got the free time you know, i i have been uh dabbling in art for a very long time and you know like in true artist fashion i always start stuff and i look at it, i'm like ah i don't think that's good enough or this is and that but i have sold some work um throughout the years and um my good girlfriend would be like you're so dumb just sell everything so you know I go it ebbs and flows there's some days where I I I paint stuff and you know somebody's interested I'll sell it and Mm. sometimes there's some pieces that I love and I just hold on to them so it it really does depend yeah no seriously like I mean get get into that some more um I've I've seen a couple I think I was even at a wrestling show and there was a a wrestler selling some paintings I think oh cool not mistaken it was independent locally so it was like it's definitely something that um I mean again in this day and age like we said earlier in the show like you so many ways to make money and yeah I've seen you're gifted with it you know but I get that as 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 an artist myself in the form of music like I get it. I have tons of songs where I was like, yeah, I'll come back to that one later. I don't know. If yes. Not. And then it's like, <laughs> it's just sitting there. And sitting then there. One day, one day you listen and you're like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I should finish this. I kind of yep. like it now. Like, I yep. so the, absolutely. The mind of an artist <laughs> is never uh, done truly. Right. No. So, <laughs> so wild. Yeah. So wild, you know? So, um, I will say, like I said, I want to give you your personal flowers just off. Oh, the thank you. You, you went in there, you did it, you're going back, you're doing it again, getting back into the feel of it after like a 15 year hiatus from it while still keeping up with it over the years. Most people would be like, yeah, I don't need, I've had a couple legends on here where they're like, no, I don't even watch the product. I don't, I, I do other things. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. You know, I mean, you just- To be honest, I, yeah, to be honest, I don't watch the product that much anymore. Um, I don't, I love- kind of just searching out various women's matches and I like I like kind of catching up with it but watching it religiously I don't I don't um and kind of my return to wrestling it's more so um because I just I miss um it's it's just a feeling like I don't know if you've ever gotten in the ring but I miss that I miss that exploration of self um I miss the camaraderie I miss the craft of it. Um, there's so many more 
so many uh, facets to it that like that I miss, you know, we collectively create a product together, you know, and that's, that's, that's such a cool, cool feeling. So yeah, it's, it's easy and understandable why somebody could miss that. Yeah, sure. For sure. Absolutely. So, you know, with that crystal, I mean, props to you for even just to do it again, you know, thank um, you for the time you did it the first go round you were valued, you were appreciated, you were very recognized amongst uh, just melanated folks like myself in general. Yeah. Uh, You know, when I think about uh, Alicia Fox and- Yes. And I think about, uh, you know, Jazz, Jacqueline, uh, when I think about even nowadays, you know, a Naomi, a Sasha Banks, uh, you know, like so many, uh, Athena. um, Yeah. This goes on. I mean, um, shout out to my boy Gresh. Uh, we did this thing last year when we did our end of the year awards where we basically give props to all of the independent and mainstream breakout mm-hmm. black women you know we specifically categorize it in that just to show because sometimes you know the storylines don't uh fully showcase enough uh with black talents you know like to see Sasha and Bianca main event of Wrestlemania like Crazy. The story could have been better, but the match was worth it. You get what I'm saying? Like we yeah. said, we're like they 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 dropped the ball when they were building that up. It should have been built up even b- like a bigger deal. But when yeah. you got to the match, though, you felt the emotion. And I never thought I would see that ever. Yeah, tell me about it, man. It's, ever it's, in my lifetime, it's a beautiful thing to see, and it's just uh, you know, women like yourself help pave that you know, and help set that up. And, and if you wanted to tomorrow, you can get right in that spotlight like yourself. Uh, and I, I <laughs> yeah. say that as an encouraging word because of the fact <laughs> like, hey, you, you are at an age where it is still very, as they say, considered prime. And I say that because my boy, R-Truth is a perfect example of that. Shout out to him, man. We had him on the show. He was so funny, but like, he's he's a living example that guy walks around and people are like man you don't age bro you still look like you did 20 50, 30 years so ago so the boogeyman too he's not a spring chicken that's an older exactly. man <laughs> yeah sorry put your business out there <laughs> <laughs> but it's true yeah. it's true and he looks incredible you know yeah. honestly age is just a mindset like i know that sounds so, so cliche but there are parts of me that are incredibly immature and i don't intend on them maturing at all like it keeps me young <laughs> uh-huh. um you know, and I, I love that. I love that. Like, I don't want to ever take life too seriously. I don't want yeah. to ever take myself too seriously. Yeah. You know, we're meant, yeah, life is hard, but we have to enjoy it, yeah. you know, and have some good laughs there and take care of yourself and drink some water and all Come that on. good stuff. And Come on. yeah, you that's know? what it's about. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what it's about. And again, just major props to you uh, personally. I was definitely, as you were in the ring, I was hoping to see more of that for sure because uh, you were you were improving more by the week. Uh, even when you made that heel turn, it was like, oh yeah, she's she's feeling it, feeling it now, man. Like you, yeah, it, it like you were you were going out there and you knew like, hey, we finna own this baby. We finna we finna go out here and do this thing. <laughs> I just, again, when I thought about like when that Divas title era was around, I was like, man, you know, Crystal was perfect to get that title right there uh, I was there you know I, I thought know. about the Layla's you know because you know you and Layla came up right around that same time and when I thought yep. about the success she was having I was like man yep. Crystal was right there and would have got a lot of that too as well I feel I just feel it I yeah. know she would, you know uh, yeah 
But uh, you know, no better time than now, even if it's on the independent scene, man. I yeah. Best in terms of any championships you get from any promotions, anything. Uh, just just to signify, as you said, that final closure of like, man, you know, I'm going out on the way I wanted to do this. Yes. Yeah. Um, Mickey James. Yes. I mean, uh, love her. Actually, I just thought love about her. it. Shout out to Mickey James because uh, shout today, out to Mickey. Today, uh, Impact Wrestling is out here in Atlanta, and they are nice. having their pay-per-view hard to kill. So she will be going against someone else we've had here on the show and Jordan Grace, the current Impact Women's Champion. And this is a career versus title match where yes. if Mickey James loses, she will officially call it a career after so many years. Yep. And if she wins... It's one last final good title run for her. You know, she's been, it's a nice storyline they've been quietly building that's gone under the radar, I feel. So uh, I'm interested to see how this turns out on tonight in terms of yes. uh, if this will be her swan song or if this will be one last hurrah before the swan song. So, Well, uh, I am definitely Team Mickey. Hey, okay. I see you. I see you. That's right. Sisters for life. And I like that. I love that. You know, so uh, I'm sure everybody will definitely be lucky keeping it looked and locked uh shout out to them for their online promos in their own ways you know nikki mickey was dancing and was just like hey you know i'm dancing because i'm feeling happy but not about the outcome you think <laughs> like yep. you know so i'm like hey that's a beautiful thing so um one last thing i'm gonna do with you crystal before i let you go i'm gonna give you a, a fun little segment that i haven't done for the fans on the show in a while this is the first 2023 edition of this and it's called baby face or heel right so the reason i mm. want to bring this into you is because you started out as the fun loving baby face you know the innocent you had the innocence to you you know it was like the, the typical innocence girl kind of role at first right get behind her you know you got to and then all of a sudden <laughs> the switch flipped and you went heel and like man you excelled and being able to be <laughs> unbelievably heal because it was like, yo, I'm cute, but I'm furious. I will do whatever is necessary. <laughs> you, know? you didn't lose too many matches to my recall. I mean, there was mm-hmm. a, you most of the matches you were involved in, I noticed, I don't think people noticed this, but you had a pretty, uh, pretty reasonable record. <laughs> like you were most of those matches you won because you found <laughs> a way to do it. So um yep. what we do is these can be wrestling related, they can be non-wrestling related. It is basically up to you to choose how you want to approach this situation. Mm. And it's like a, I woke up and chose violence kind of thing, or maybe I, uh, you know what, I'm going to play it sweet today. Cause you know, this, this feels like a sweet subject. So okay, let's get, let's get into this a little bit. Let's see. Um, hmm. All right. So let's say we are in a situation where prices are going up and prices are going down but even the prices that have gone down suddenly have gone back up so uh how are you approaching this economic situation that we've been in lately as americans are you baby face on it or are you heel on it right now Mm. i think i'm gonna say baby face right now And the reason why I'm saying baby face right now is because it's kind of a watch and see type situation. And right now I'm just like, well, it is high, but I'm going to try to 
you know, Rob, Peter, pay Paul, like eggs are expensive. So maybe I'm going to do a different alternative to eggs, mm. but it can't go on too much longer because I will turn heel. <laughs> so I like that. That's <laughs> that's what I called my tweener answer. Every now and then people would yeah, go that route. Some... Give a tweener a little bit. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. What that's what you did. Okay. So, um, don't know how, you know, but I'm going to do this one for the kids because I know you got the kids. So maybe they're into it, even if you're not as into it. But uh, <clears throat> are you in 2023, how are you? Are you superhero fatigue or you can't get enough of Marvel and DC movies that come out and just, you know, hit the scenes with the shows and the films and everything oh. that they bring? Uh, I mean, I love the films. Are you... How do I answer this? I think. <laughs> okay, so I love all the new releases. My thing is, I don't like going to the movie theaters. Mm, okay. I don't care for it. I, re- I, re- I like to wait for things to come out and I can watch it at home. Watch it at home. So it's I don't your know own surround sound setup. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want my snacks, my blankets, that whole thing. So I don't even know how to answer <laughs> I don't know yeah, how to answer that. It was it was meant like, you know, I didn't know how deep into the fandom universe you went. Oh, I, but you I know, mean, like how they every other month there's like a new superhero film after you yeah. just got over like this right here. They're like, oh, here you go. Here's a show. Or hey, oh, I need to a wait movie. a little bit. I, I don't recover that quick. <laughs> I don't. I especially when I start like new TV series, I have mm-hmm. to like finish watching one. I can't mm-hmm. do two at once. I have to watch one, let that process. Mm-hmm. and then i can start a new one so i'm always kind of behind a little bit mm-hmm. you know is there mm-hmm. is there any particular show you've been on lately that's had you just like stuck <sighs> man, gosh I... man yellowstone has had me in a choke now for a while yeah yellowstone is actually a good show man I've yellowstone checked out is a, good a episode so i haven't good. watched that in full but my aunt watches oh. that show and oh, i've actually kind of sat good. there like wow this is uh intense <laughs> it is it is Yep. She told me she told me to check out this new show. I'm not sure if you heard of it, but I think it's called Fire Central. I don't know what that is. Central Fire or Fire Central, something like it's about a, it looks like the way she explained it, she mentioned it was about like um, you know, these inmates who have this uh they they're paired up with actual firemen and they actually do mm-hmm. fight. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like uh they use them for like uh, fire relief for like natural fi- like uh, big fires and stuff like that. The right. Okay, now you're talking they about. They made it and they made it into a series. She said it's like incredibly good. So really? I think she said it's on. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's on Paramount Plus. But it's okay. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Check out. Uh, she said you'll love it. So I'm like, okay, okay. I'm gonna check it out. Let's see. I'm gonna watch that too. That sounds good yeah so you know that's why i had to ask that one just to kind of get in the dibble dabble there but uh let's see what's another good one for you okay um hmm are you baby face or heel on the idea of winning the royal rumble should you enter the royal rumble heel i'm always gonna be a heel Oh, like I feel I'm always okay. gonna be a heel. I ain't no okay. baby facing over here. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, no, no. So you liked being the heel. Like oh, it's the best. It is oh. the best. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. All right. Okay. Are you baby face or heel if you are a character on Total Divas? Mm. 
because you know reality TV. You know they always. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I think it's weird, but ironically, I could see myself being a baby face. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm. I'll be spicy. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think that people will like it and, and it'll come from a real place, always uh-huh. keeping it real. So I think people will get behind that. So I'll say baby face. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my final one for you, this is a fun one just because it's, you know, I mean, you're a diva, you know, you're, 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 you're still very fabulous at the age you are at, which many people won't even believe if they, if you told them. So it's like, <laughs> You know, you got to throw this in there for the gram one time. So in the illustrious words of my fellow Memphian Yogati, uh, are you babyface or heel when it goes down in the DMs? Heel. Absolutely <laughs> heel. You have to know when to leave them on red. You have to Come know. On. Yeah. You Come can't. On. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm just going to. I'm just going to give some advice to the ladies. Come on. Come on. You can't be too nice, okay? Mm. Being too nice, and men too. This is advice for men too. I'm mm. not saying be rude, but playing hard to get is a real thing, and it works. And yeah, it's a game of catch and release. So okay. yes, um, it's called the art of detachment. And it's a serious thing. Um, and it's talking about how you can stay present with people without being attached to them and not having your emotions attached to them. Mm -hmm. And it's really the best way to navigate through life. It helps you make clear and concise decisions. They're not emotional, Mm -hmm. but it helps you stay grounded and present. So it's, it's an art. So if you can kind of (laughs) roll that into people sliding into your DMS, it will help Mm -hmm. you exercise discernment. So yes. Bravo, Crystal. (laughs) Man, that's that's practically a standing ovation if I've never seen one. My good, I have never seen anyone, male or female, break down the DM situation like that. I mean, because you know it's a new year, so the the, and it's a red flag. Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. If somebody slides in your DMs and they put on vanish mode, that is a red flag. That is a red flag. Ooh. That means you have something to hide, right? Like who 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 are you hiding from? And why are you hiding and sliding in somebody's DMs? It's weird. See, see, yeah. dropping them gems. Look, you 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 doing a little uh cooking emoji with them sprinkles of gems Just, right there, girl. So this is what I typically do. If somebody tries to slide in my DMs with banish mode on, what I do is I open the message, I read it, I close mm-hmm. it, then I open it back up and say, I'm so sorry. What did you say? It disappeared. And I keep saying that, like, get a clue. I can't read what you wrote. Yeah, no, no, uh, sending and then unsending. You know, trying to, uh, you know, yeah, I hate- like, what is I'm this? What's it's, wrong? It's, it's a real love hate for that feature on Instagram because it's like, yeah, I like the fact that you can do that if you like made a typo or a mistake right. or something. Probably didn't even realize what you like typed. Yeah, I was like, wait, let me retype that. But like, if you're doing that just to it's do it's giving that. dirt ball yeah. it's giving dirt like, ball yeah nah, stop man <laughs> like come on stop it stop it you know so i was i was like you know and i was once told of a method when it came to reaching like high profile public figures right like if there's one you're trying to reach and like interview or like you know for whatever type of platform they were like oh yeah just you know because thousands of people dm you know just use the unsend future you know just type it and then send it 
and then it's going to pop up and then you want to hit unsend so it stays fresh and it's going to notify because it notifies hmm. when they unsend. I'm like, that's an interesting method. I don't know how often that that's really so weird, work, but apparently, that's weird. Yeah, apparently huh. it's something that works. Like if you're if your DMs popping and you can't always see when people message you, apparently if they unsend it, it notifies hmm. for that. So it will at least oh. say that it'll be fresh because it's gonna well i'll let you know how that goes after i mess this jason moma once we get off of this go <laughs> get it girl get get, 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 your, get your dream man you know what that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about oh man listen crystal you have been like completely amazing it has been a <laughs> pleasure uh meeting you talking to you you know you already know we'll keep in contact for sure you are always welcome back on this platform anytime if you want to update you. us on how your in-ring status return to the in-ring status has been going you're right welcome to the doors are always open for you to talk about it uh anything for that matter if it's just something you're like man listen i gotta talk about this hey Dwayne, <laughs> hit me up girl i got you i got you we'll bring you right on we'll just you know all that good stuff but uh you are a living breathing legend diva phenomenon okay never (laughs) let anybody tell you otherwise because girl you did your thing and you did it well you feel me and it's it's only gonna get better from here you know what i mean because you're getting back into it now so now yes oh y'all must have forgot you know don't Mm. words of ll don't call it a comeback because you've been here for yep. years, you know what I'm saying? That's that's, I that's hear all you. I'm saying. I hear you. That's, I'm that's all I'm saying. Mic drop, baby. Uh, so real quick, uh, do tell the people um where they can find you, follow you. Uh, if they yes. if there's anything you want to update people on, yes. on they can support you with. This is Great. your time. Let them know. Okay, so you can follow me on Instagram and it's Bajan Bombshell, it's B-A-J-A-N Bombshell 83, or on Twitter. Uh, Bajen Chrissy K-R-I-S-S-Y A three. Um, message me. Hit me up. I love chatting. Um, I'm pretty open. So yeah, mm-hmm. I would love to hear from you. So check me out. You already know, man. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Thank y'all so much for what's been already a dope episode. Great way to kick off 2023. If I can say so myself, we made it. Thank y'all so much, man. Listen, like I said, we are on the road to 100 episodes. So y'all keep supporting your boy. Like I said, man, I'm doing my best to continue to bring y'all fun, cool guests. Uh, anytime I can't bring you a guest, I'm going to still at least do my best to get y'all content. Y'all already know. Uh, make sure y'all keep it live with me and my boy Gresh from the Gresh Unleashed podcast. Like I said, Black History Month is coming up, so y'all know what that means, right? Your boy Highlight is going to be dropping a bunch of wrestling freestyles dedicated to a lot of my favorite black wrestlers. And you never know. We might we might do one of the crystals over there. You know? oh. so I don't know. I got to see if I can find the <laughs> instrumental for it. But you never know. We might even do one for her, for the Bayesian bombshell right there, man. Just to, you know, give my, 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 my salute to everybody that's been black in the game and been killing it. So just stay tuned and keep a lot with us as, that, as we approach that month pretty soon. But uh, always and forever, we thank y'all for the support. Uh, follow us at the Lights of Botch podcast on Instagram. Uh, I will make a Twitter for it, guys. I'm, I'm in process of doing that, okay? I will make a Twitter for the podcast and not merge it with my artist one, okay? 
Perfect. All right. Uh, but we are on TikTok. So make sure y'all follow us on TikTok. We got a lot of cool promos and fun meme TikTok-like stuff that we're going to do for wrestling fans. Uh, so make sure you follow us on there. And as always, don't forget the platform, www.otsmediaco.com. If you like sports, if you like movies, television, uh, all things around that, OTS Media got you covered. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube whether it's the Life's About YouTube or the OTS Media Co. YouTube, where you can find this episode as well. And as always, please comment, subscribe, like, and share, because, hey, without y'all, man, I can't do what I do. I mean, I can, but nobody's going to listen and hear it if y'all ain't doing (laughs) y'all part. So you know what I mean? With that, thank y'all so much. And as always, y'all do it with me one good time, man. Throw those two sweets up high in the air, baby, and get ready for that final too sweet Mm, peace baby until next time keep it locked let's go